What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Bank Shots. Bank Shots is our weekly podcast series within a Frugal Athlete Podcast Network, where we talk about all the latest news as it pertains to money management and sports business for athletes. Join us for insights, rants, comments, remarks, and news on what it means to be a frugal athlete. I'm your humble host, Amobi Kugo, and for this week, we got a couple stories for you that we'd like to share. Uh, I'm going to keep it nice and simple, nice and quick. Uh, Jamal Agnew of the Detroit Lions, you know, how he's using his NFL salary to pay off his uh, student loan debt. Uh, Ballers is back, so we're going to touch on that. You know, the past few seasons, we've been doing frugal lesson from Ballers. Uh, episode one, season five, the finale came out. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about an EPL star that's using his free time to go to business school. And we're going to talk about Floyd Mayweather and Jakeem Noah's new partnership. So with that being said, make sure you leave a review, subscribe, share with a friend, do what you got to do, and uh, listen to the rest of the podcast. So for our first story, Jamal Agnew, uh, the Detroit Lions, um, it was really interesting. Um, a story came out on CNBC about him um, using his NFL salary to pay off his student loan debt. And this story caught me off guard because I was like, wait, how does an NFL athlete have student loan debt? But backstories, Jamal Agnew, he went to the University of San Diego. They don't offer football scholarships. So he had to apply for financial aid. Um, through um, due to the ability of his you know athletic ability, he was able to get into the league, and he's now in his third year, which also caught me off guard. I was like, if he's in his third year, he's made a way more than enough money to pay for his student loan um, debt. His student loan debt's around fifty thousand dollars. The average salary for an uh, NFL players, uh, especially a uh, rookie, is four hundred thousand, um, and he's been this is his third year. Um, but as I dove in more into the article, it talked about him, you know, doing it strategically um, to, in order to build credit. And it really got me thinking about his strategy and, you know, his frugal mindset about not only, you know, using his salary to pay off student student debt, but doing it in a strategic manner to build credit. You know, as student athletes, um, as people leaving school um, at that young age, you know, you don't really have opportunities to build credit, to have a line of credit. Um, so for him to take this approach, although he can pay it off all at once, he's doing it to establish credit um, to hopefully springboard his 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 investments or his financial uh, vision for what he wants to do down the line to have credit to do that. So his whole strategy was important. Um, I think his whole mindset about you know making sure he's he's taking care of his debt before spending lavish purchases or anything like that is something to model uh, something to model after. And I really thought it was interesting too, because um, he's another player from the Detroit Lions. And when I think of the Detroit Lions, there's a lot of players that have come through that team that are really, um, really all about the frugal mindset, really all about frugality. Uh, whether it's Jeff Locke, make sure you check out the interview, by the way. Uh, Hakeem Vows, make sure you check out that interview. Uh, Brandon Copeland, Devin Kennard, uh, Jamal Agnew. There's a bunch of players that, you know, are really cautious and smart about their money management. 
And it all goes into, you know, your product, your environment. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Uh, Draymond Green talked about it with his Golden State Warriors that, you know, they don't talk about, you know, the lavish purchase that they're spending. They talk about, you know, the different deals that they could potentially get in the venture capital funds, the Silicon Valley moves. And being in that environment, it changes it changes your mentality. It changes your mindset of how you think about money. You know, iron sharpens iron. So I really wanted to point that out. And it was really intriguing to think about. I'm definitely going to uh, do a blog about that in the near future. But it was really interesting to see. And it was really uh, a cool talking point to, to make a note of. For our second story, Ballers. Um, Ballers is on HBO. It's basically Entourage, but the sports business version. Uh, so The Rock, former collegiate athlete, uh, wrestler, now actor. Um, he's the star of the show. He's a... Uh, the main character, Spencer, and it's kind of about his transition out of sports into the business entrepreneur space, you know, as an agent, financial advisor, kind of consultant type of figure. Um, so it's in this fin- season finale and the opening episode, you know, it covers a, not- a lot of topics. If you're not familiar um, with the with the episode or the series, make sure you tap in. We have our frugal lessons uh, each week. Um to talk about different things that we've learned from the show. Uh, the episode that just came out yesterday, we talked about you know banned substances, uh, ownership, guaranteed salaries, and um, that's about it. But make sure you tune in, tap in with that. It's on the newsletter, it's on the website, and uh, just wanted to point that out. Third story. So you don't hear about this a lot, especially overseas, uh, when it comes to overseas players. Uh, so EPL star, Nigerian international, Wilfred, in Diddy uh, of Leicester United, or sorry, Leicester City United, um, he's spending his free time to attend business classes. And um, I just think it's so great because it takes me back to a thing that I learned from Kevin Carr, uh, the founder of Pro to CEO, about his call to action for athletes. What's your education versus entertainment relationship? You know, as an athlete, you know, people don't think about it, but you have a lot of free time, especially if you don't have a family and you don't have, you know, uh, commitments on that end. Obviously, you know, recovery is important, but you you can spend an hour to two hours a day to really pursue or really educate yourself in a passion or, you know, a venture that you're, you're, you want to pursue after your career is over. So back to my point about Wilf- Wilfred and Diddy, he's spending his free time to study and take business classes or go to business school. And it's really important because this will help him long after his career is over and not even after his career, during his career. It'll help him with negotiation, with brand deals, with uh, different ways to see investments or even get into different um, different sectors of business. You know, he's, he's at his high point right now with the capital he's making. You know, EPL contracts are crazy these days. Some of these guys are making over 100,000 pounds per week. So for him to take the free time on his own to really dive into uh, educating himself in a in a in a sector in a in a in an avenue that he's really passionate about, just it, it just goes to show you uh, the frugal mindset. You know, being efficient with his career, being efficient with uh, where he's at in his in his life. For our last story, I want to dive into Floyd Money Mayweather. And uh, Jakeem Noah, they've developed a partnership. Um, Jakeem Noah is investing as a franchisee uh, for Mayweather's boxing uh, studio. 
quick backstory, Mayweather has recently opened up his boxing studio. It's one of the fast and growing franchises in the health and wellness fitness space. And Jakeem Noah is uh, investing in it. Jakeem Noah is an investor in a lot of projects. But what's good about his investments is he's only investing in projects that help him in the sense of his passion, which is giving back to others, helping others. And he's only investing in projects that he can um, show vested interest in that help him before it helps others. And I really, uh, really think that's interesting because many times you see athletes or even uh, rich individuals, wealthy individuals that want to invest in things that just make them money solely. Whereas, you know, impact investing is getting really popular and it's really showing um, greater dividends when, you know, you're investing in something you're passionate about. What's important to note when it comes to impact investing and passion project investing is that you can't let that cloud your judgment. Obviously, Joaquin Noah is very experienced in this space. It's not the first investment he's making, but I really thought it was interesting to see two athlete business-minded folks invest in each other and uh, see that grow. Um, with that being said, that's all we got for this week. Make sure you tune in next week. Um, a lot of good stories on tap. Um, once again, thank you guys for all your support. Share with a friend, leave a review, um, and follow the pages. Thank you.